0: and here we go welcome back to the most miserable podcast out here on the net this is your old boy who yeah so now in my hiatus from El wonderful ride uber and lyft because you know i had to get a real job um <laughs> things undoubtedly change Some things for the better, some things for the worse. Not complaining, just saying things change. It's evolution. That's just the way shit is. One of the things that has changed that I see a greater influx in is that the hospital now has the ability to assign you a ride. So, if you get a ride, I'm taking you from the hospital to wherever you gotta go. Now, the rules are simple. No extra stops. Point A, point B. Period. That's it. No questions. You pick them up, you take them to point B. Point A is the hospital, point B is their place of home. Now yesterday, I had two. And I'm going to share these two with you, because, you know, what the fuck? It's Diary of a Rideshare. You're reading my diary. Well, listening to it. So, let's start off with point A number one. Ping. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh, shit. I got to go to the hospital. And I already know that it's one of the assigned rides because, you know, they make it very clear immediately once the ride comes through Do not go anywhere else. You only go point A, point B. Of course, we've already explained that, so I'm not going to keep beating the horse on that one. So I pull up. And here come Bebe kids. I'm not trying to be mean, but it is Bebe's kids. And I understand you probably caught a cab. You went to the hospital. You don't have all your stuff. You know, car seats and whatever else. Great. I understand. It's a judgment call. Alright. But, pull up. She gets up. And what does she have? A baby. Right. Swaddled in her arms. Close to her bosom. And tagging right, belong, right behind her is Barry. Sorry, not sorry, it ain't Barry, but Barry's gonna be what he is. Now I'm gonna paint the picture for you. It's dark, it's about 10 p.m. We're at a hospital, fairly well lit. In front of me is a policeman. Behind me is another policeman. So the first policeman goes, And he starts moving. The woman gets in the car with the baby and the other little boy. All of a sudden, he decides, you know, because it's Bebe's kids, he decides he wants to stand up and start moving back and forth behind me. And I'm already sweating bullets. You know, one, I'm a minority. Two, I already got county leaving in front of me. And there's a county cop behind me. All I need for him to do is what? And then there you go. $175 ticket. Because Bebe's kids didn't come prepared. And then it's like, well, why don't you just, you know, cancel the ride? And that is the gray area, the quandary that we now speak of. So in case no one's ever noticed, is that if I cancel the ride, it goes against my rating and it goes against my points. And ultimately, if I cancel enough rides, they'll cancel my job. Right. So as I said, it makes a judgment call. And you got to make that judgment call on the spot. You don't want to take because they ain't got a car seat? That's perfectly fine. But understand, at the back end of that, then you have to explain to East Timbuktu why you canceled the call and why it was important for you to cancel the call. Of course, any driver listening to this already knows that once you get on the phone with East Timbuktu and Chet... Sorry, not sorry. It ain't Chet, but, you know... You're going to have to explain in some middle ground fashion about why you refuse this ride. But I digress. So Bebe's kids get in. And he's going back and forth, back and forth in between my seats. I'm like, oh, God. So finally, I popped up. And I'm like, ma'am, there's a policeman behind us. There's a policeman in front of us. I ain't scared of the po-po, I ain't scared of 12. Now the first comment came out of baby. That's the mama swaddling the baby. I'm not scared of 12 came from a five-year-old. He looked to be five, he might've been seven. Right. And immediately I popped my eyes up in the back and I'm like, oh, here we go. We got Thug and baby. I I have no problems thinking this little motherfucker would jump out the car and start bawling across yards if we got pulled over. He just seemed like he has that disposition already ingrained. All right. I don't understand. But this little motherfucker jumped up with I ain't scared of 12. Dog, you seven. Sorry, not sorry. You seven, you have zero idea of what the fuck 12 can do. And for those of you who do not know or not initiated, 12 is the po-po. They whoop your ass. I'm a minority. I'm scared every goddamn time them motherfuckers behind me, whether I did something or not. That is just the reality that I exist in. But I I digress. And moving on. So we get on the road. Young Fug all of a sudden pops up to his mama. Tell him to stop at sheets. Tell him to stop at sheets. Tell him to stop at sheets. I want chili cheese fries and I want a bag of chips. I want the wrap snacks. And I'm saying to myself, I'm like, This ghetto little motherfucker. He back there hollering out menus and instructions to his mama. Now I grew up in a household where if I did some dumb shit like that, I'd be missing more teeth than I already am missing. Shit, I miss any more motherfucking teeth. I'm going to be a permanent Frederick resident. I'm going to fit right the fuck in. But either which way. Billy, go ahead and sit down. Yeah, Billy, sit your thuggish, buggish ass down and buckle the fuck up. That's what I'm thinking. But no, she ain't got enough cojones to say that to him. All right. But she tell him to sit down. So I'm driving down the road and I'm like, ah, crap. I got to go off of Sanger Avenue. Yeah. Now, for those of the uninitiated, Sanger Avenue is uh, down by Attaboy. It's this little low income housing neighborhood. Fredneck does not have a hood we have individual pockets of citizen revolt actually citizen revolution that's what we'll call it it's little pockets you know little neighborhood that's like maybe three blocks big not even three maybe two and everybody up in there is thuggish so you know rule one don't stop the car you're lucky i stopped the car and you're lucky you asked Got to get out without the car still moving. Number two. Never put the car in park. Never roll down your windows. I'm starting to sound like the horror movie. Don't go in the creepy house. Don't try and Scooby-Doo that shit. Alright? No. So I'm pulling up. And I start rolling to a stop. This little motherfucker jumps up. Yo, dog. Man, pull this joint to the side and slide it up real quick and park it in the back. Me and my moms, we've got to get inside. Of course, my eyes turn around. I'm looking at them and I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Get the hell out of my car. And, you know, as they're getting out the car, they go up to the house. I'm already pulling off. Ping. Round two. Fight. Back to the hospital, I got another call. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. I know what's going to happen this time. So I pull up to the hospital and I'm looking at the name. And I'm not going to say anything. And I'm not going to stereotype it. But everybody who's listened to this podcast knows I speak several languages. Some pretty good, some not. So I look at the name. Como se llama mi amigo? Hey, hola, hola. Buenas noches, mi amigo. ¿Qué pasó? Oh, no, nada, nada, nada. Hey, I am... I'm waiting for Señor Keviano. Uh, he, he... He's my driver. Yo me llamo Keviano. Hola. Hola. Where are we going? The liquor store. The fuck we not? You know and I both know your ass ain't going to the motherfucking liquor store. Shit. It's... It, this is like Monopoly Don't pass go Just go straight the fuck on home Alright Hey get in the car Now my Spanish is not good it, It's not good at all You start fucking around with me Into a long term conversation I fuck around ordering a taco Telling me or telling you that you're wearing Some kind of sexy ass thong Alright <laughs> I'm just saying My Spanish ain't that good But I try All right. And a lot of people respect that. They are like, oh, hey, you try. Great. You know, you're trying to help. Either which way. So this gentleman gets in. And he's steadily telling me he wants to go to the liquor store. And I'm steadily looking at him like, I can't say no hable inglés because now he knows that I speak English. Can't say no Hable espanol because he knows I speak a little bit of Spanish. So I'm just going to have to ignore his ass and keep driving. So as we're driving down the road, make a right on Waverly, make a left. There's his apartment. Have a good night, sir. This is not my address. Flag. Fuck you mean it's not your address You gave your address To the hospital when you were Admitted so wherever The fuck you put down is Where the fuck you getting out Cause I have no way Of making sure that I turn back Around tell these motherfuckers That this dude got you on the wrong Address Where am I You on Key Parkway Why am I on key part? Okay, no, we're not going into the Scooby-Doo bullshit. You're not catching me up on the damn conspiracy theory. You done already took off your emergency alert bracelet and threw it at me. You done already took off your fucking hospital admittance bracelet and threw it at me. And now you done left your crusty ass socks in my car that are still standing up in the back seat. They standing up like they still are being worn by your crusty-footed ass. No. Under no circumstances have you earned any part of sympathy from the devil. None. I'm not calling a goddamn person. You go ahead and take your crusty-ass feet, your crusty-ass socks that are still standing up, and take your emergency alert bracelet. And have a a smile and shut the fuck up and get out of my goddamn car. Y'all lucky the car has stopped. Because in this neighborhood, that's another I'm just doing a rolling stop. And if you get out, you better be getting out with your fucking feet running like the Flintstones. Yabba dabba doo. Right. Motherfucker. So he gets out the car. And I start driving. Because I'm like, I'm not waiting. All right. Fuck you. If I made Santa chase my ass, you gonna chase my ass. If I made a stripper and clear heels and seven-inch stilettos chase me, you gonna fucking chase me. You might have a heart attack, you old motherfucker, but you gonna chase me. Alright? So I'm going back up Key Parkway, get to the Wawa. Pull in. Do my paperwork. Put a note in there, customer states that this was his incorrect address leave it alone i ain't heard shit i'm just gonna keep it stepping they got an issue they can call me back look i'm sorry i left the blind guy at the wrong address i still sleep well all right i went back and got his old ass but I left the blind guy. If I if I can honestly leave a blind guy at the back end of a building with no entrance, guarantee I can leave your ass at the fucking Key Parkway and Waverly and be like, fuck you, I'm out. There is no sympathy. And by the way, take your goddamn bracelet. Because I know you ain't got a wallet. You ain't getting my goddamn car, throw the bracelet at me. I don't want to wear this anymore. I don't give a fuck what you want to wear. You better keep your pants on. You're not riding around in the Jeep Jeep with no draws. Fucking socks crusty as a hell. They literally were still standing up like he was sitting back in a seat like the Invisible Man. You remember the Invisible Man? Where if the Invisible Man had like a pair of clothes on, that's all you see is the clothes. That's what it looked like. Man, I got to Wawa and got, got out my car. Got the tongs that were in my back of my trunk. And put them crusty bastards in the fucking trash can. You know, I should have given them and donated them from a homeless person. But then I was like, you know what? That's cruelty. That's cruel and unusual. Because don't know a homeless person want to put a pair of socks on that are possessed. Motherfucker. And with that, we are... Don't forget the rules. Out.